guys. Welcome to Courageous Wellness. My name is Erica Stein. And I'm Ellie French. And this is a podcast about individual journeys toward wellness and how to navigate it all. We were inspired to learn about the journeys of normal people from all walks of life that have combined all types of practices, from physical to emotional to spiritual, to figure out what wellness means to them and what works for them. We aren't doctors or experts, just average ladies figuring out how to live our best lives while tackling topics all across the wellness spectrum. It takes courage to share these journeys, and by talking about them and sharing personal stories of real people, we aim to destigmatize the process. Join us as we in our community share our courageous wellness. Hi guys, welcome to Courageous Wellness. Um, I'm Allie. And I'm Erica, and it is just us this week. Um, it's just Allie and I. Fun little solo episode. Yeah, we decided to do an end of the year episode, just the two of us, to recap our year and talk about some exciting upcoming things in the new year. Yeah. So And all that holiday fun that's currently happening. It's so this is my favorite favorite time of year. I know. You love <laughs> the holidays. I, I love the holidays. I'm basically like Buddy the Elf. I <laughs> really feel like Buddy the Elf is my spirit animal. You're the female buddy. I do. I love, I love the holidays. But you know, the holidays can also be like, it's funny because I love the holidays so much, but not because they're like like, the holidays are really stressful. Yeah, most people are stressed. And yeah. they can be sad for people, too. Yeah. You know, it can be tough. Yeah, no, the holidays can be really stressful. I swear my family fights, like, <laughs> every year. Yeah. On Christmas, usually, over something really silly. But I still love it. Yeah. I don't know. I just love the movies and the music and the twinkle lights and just the feeling. It's fun that, like, people get into something. Like, everybody has a different thing that they celebrate but it's just like the idea that like we're gonna throw up decorations even like the commercial aspect of it all it's like that's kind of the fun part it is well that's my favorite part yeah of christmas (laughs) i pour more eggnog yeah we're drinking we're drinking coconut like dairy-free eggnog but it's pretty good i'm sure it has a million bajillion grams of sugar but it's really good it'd be even better with some um alcohol alcohol Um, you guys but, are joining us on our little <laughs> fireside chat with some eggnog. Exactly. Um, but it is. It's 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 interesting because the holidays are really, um, you know, especially with even just things like body image and food. And um, it's so interesting, right? Because I have all of that. <laughs> I mean, don't we all? I mean, but it's so true because you are, at least I am, eating more and drinking more and just being much more indulgent than is typically normal. And then, of course, being busier means working out less. And yeah. So it's an interesting... It's interesting because my typical, like, behavior would be to work out really hard mm-hmm. so that I can justify eating or having a glass of coconut milk, eggnog, or whatever, right? But it's so... It's just not, which isn't bad. Like, I think if that's what works for you and it has worked for me in the past, that's great because it, it is great to have balance and it is great, especially during a stressful time to have more exercise and 
sweat out all the toxins. But at the same time, like for me right now, it's really about just honoring that maybe I don't have the time to do those workouts that I love to do. And I'm still (laughs) eating the holiday cookies Mm -hmm. and, you know, all the bread, all the bread, such good bread. But to be okay with that and realize that it's not like... I don't have to punish myself or feel bad about my body or if I feel like my tummy's a little softer. No, it's going to come and go. Like, there's just different seasons of our life. Yeah. And there's seasons within seasons, too. Absolutely. Um, It's been interesting coming out out the end of, like, this health situation, which I think maybe I spoke about a little bit in our previous solo episode because I was kind of on the beginning side of that. That was the beginning, yeah. I don't remember if I had been diagnosed yet with SIBO mm-hmm. but I did have it mm-hmm. because I was having like such intense like bloat and weird digestive issues that I had never had before and it was like a combination of like well what I found out to be SIBO and um acute inflammation in parts of my digestive tract, which was like really unfun. So fun. (laughs) Which I had never experienced before. But anyway, once I found out about SIBO and went through the treatment and had to like, um, be really conscientious of the FODMAP thing. Can you explain what SIBO is and what FODMAP is? Sure. So SIBO is small intestine bacterial overgrowth. Um, obviously there's a certain amount of bacteria that lives mostly in your large intestine, Mm. but sometimes you can have an overgrowth that gets into the small intestine, um, that you don't want. That's actually not a good thing. Um, and it can cause a lot of weird symptoms, especially bloat. Like how I was noticing it was, um, I'd wake up with like a flat fairly flat stomach not like I have super great abs but you know what I mean like and then by evening look five to six months pregnant Mm. and it was like what is happening and I started taking pictures I was like this is not the same yeah tummy right yeah so I was having some sort of like weird bloating inflammatory you were uncomfortable really uncomfortable so I did this breath test that they can do for SIBO and you have to do this weird fast thing and then these 10 tubes of, you have to take this stuff and then breathe into these tubes and sends it to a lab. And it's crazy. Yeah. But anyway, had it, which I was sort of relieved to know. And a lot of people get it and it's hard to treat. You have to go on an antibiotic, but oftentimes the antibiotic doesn't work. Um, you can also treat it with herbs. And now I'm doing a combination of like both. I finished the antibiotic course and now I'm into like this herbal sort of maintenance thing. And then you eat the FODMAP. So the FODMAP is there's low FODMAPs and high FODMAPs. And you go on a low FODMAP diet, which is so hard to um, keep track of because it's not intuitive. Like mm. certain vegetables aren't good. Certain vegetables are. So it's mm. like, you know, like certain grains are okay. Certain ones aren't. Um, but FODMAPs stand for, it's an acronym, fermentable, oligosaccharides, disaccharides, monosaccharides, and polyols. Jeez. <laughs> yeah. And it, so it's like, it doesn't even matter. It's just basically like molecules found in food that are poorly absorbed by some mm. So like, they just recommend that for, um, IBS of any kind, like it, as an anti-inflammatory with the way these foods ferment in your body. Um, I had to get off fermented foods, get off probiotic Mm. things. Um, 
And actually, I started feeling like a whole lot better mm. and feel way closer to back to normal now, mm. which feels great. But it was so interesting to go through that. But I was going to say, it definitely has altered my experience with like the typical holiday indulgence. Yeah, of course. Like, I wasn't perfect about it by any means, um, just because it's so busy and stuff. But, but it's held me back from just because I was like, I'm uh, so uncomfortable, of yeah. course. So I guess that was like the upside of the upside of SIBO, but I don't prefer that. Yeah. Yeah. It's so interesting though, like everything with our gut and our body and body image. And I know in our last solo episode too, we talked a lot about the I weigh movement and, um, Mm. kind of a lot about like diets aren't a bad, I don't think diets are a bad thing. I don't think it's... It's so, it's so individual. That's what I'm ultimately trying to say is like for some people, they need to weigh themselves. They have to be on like a diet or a lifestyle and that works for them. But for a lot of people, it doesn't. I'm definitely one of those people where like I can't, um, diets or restrictions or whatever, they can make me really like compulsive. So it's yeah. just not healthy. It doesn't work for you. It doesn't necessarily work well for me. I don't me. think it works well for a lot of people. Most people. But I think this time of year brings up, even for like the person who is practicing body positivity and like has the healthiest relationship with their body. I don't know what, but there's something about the holidays that I think, cause I've been in be like a, a really good place. Yeah. Like a really good place where I like, I love my body and like, I'm just so happy with myself. And I found like a great way that I enjoy eating. And of course, like that's how I eat most of the time, even with the extra indulgence, you know, I'm not having delicious warm bread all day, all day <laughs> you know, yeah. I'm still like fab for smoothing it and, you know, having fat fiber, protein and greens, like for most of my meals. But then yes, there's that extra cocktail. There's yeah. that, um, there's the bread. I keep saying bread because in case you can't tell, I love bread. Um, who doesn't? But Same. it was so interesting because I was reading this article that I was just actually talking to Ali about. And it was talking about, you know, it, it might be natural, right, during this time of year to maybe put on a couple extra holiday pounds yeah. or maybe your pants are fitting a little tighter and then you just don't feel so good about yourself. But this article was so um, great because it said if you're going to focus on like your pants being a little tighter or your weight, you know, maybe is a little bigger, um, or the number is, um, increasing. (laughs) It was basically like also realize like, where did that come from? You know, not just like, Oh, I'm so bad because I couldn't say no to the extra scoop of pasta or that extra cookie, but it was like, Oh, I was eating that cookie with like my best friends. We were having the best night ever. And you know, that big bowl of pasta came from like a family dinner. You know, it's like a lot of times this extra weight is coming from just like enjoying our life. And like, it's not normal. That's what, I think that's what's helped me the most in my weight fluctuations Mm -hmm. is that it's just that there's seasons of my life, like the holidays where I'm eating more, but that season ends. And then I kind of level out because I don't drink peppermint hot chocolate in January. Like I just, that's just not my normal, you know? So um, and I really don't drink very much in general other than like when it's festive and fun. So, you know, it's helped me personally a lot to realize that there are seasons in our life yeah. that are more indulgent and then and we just then go don't back. Don't let that determine determine like the way we ultimately live. Right? Yeah. Like absolutely. I mean, 
you don't, you know, stress. Yeah. We've, we've been doing a lot of sort of like learning about this lately, stress and cortisol levels. They're, they're just as impactful on your health. Um, and even your weight sometimes, if we're just like flat out talking about that, yeah. um, then you're just like, they're just as, or stress is just as much of a factor, um, as like your diet, like what Absolutely. you eat. And, and, you know, putting, punishing yourself or putting stress about it is not a way, like ultimately mm-hmm. you're, you're sabotaging sort of like. And then it's like, health. what was the point, the point too of like enjoying the food or yeah. enjoying the whatever? It's like, like life, life is meant to be enjoyed. And I think that's why it's like, it's just about enjoying life. I know this is off on a tangent, but I've been thinking about that so much lately because mm-hmm. there's such an emphasis, even just in wellness, right? Like we can become so oversaturated with information about like what we're supposed to be doing. Right. Like what's good for you. What's what good, good for you. Exactly. And it can become like when we do have a sandwich or when we do, you know, have whatever it is that holiday isn't eggnog. holiday eggnog that isn't in that realm it can be hard to enjoy. And I think we just have to like, tr- again, it's about training our minds to break that cycle because there isn't, there's no bad foods. There's just food and it's what we're choosing. Well, there's food and there's not food. Exactly. I think that's there's- what we're learning, which not to also get on a tangent, but Max Lugavere just shared something. Oh, I today, saw this. Which was like, if there's one thing you would advise people to like remove from their diets. Yeah. He's, okay. So we know Max Lickberry is the author of Genius Foods. Genius Foods, um, an incredible book about brain health, which was inspired by his mom's um, early onset Alzheimer's mm-hmm. and what a devastating disease that is. And um, and anyway, so he was he was questioned in some interview or something, and he said. It's processed and packaged. Yeah. Food items. Yeah. Like things that are pretending to be food. Exactly. So when you're eating stuff that's real food, like go for it. Enjoy your life. Like that's how our bodies were meant to be. Exactly. And I think it's just, it's knowledge is power. Truthfully, yeah. knowledge is power, but it is. It's so, it's, it's, there's, there's so much information and I think we all just have to figure out what, what works best for us. And no matter what, just don't be mean to yourself. I think that's the most yes. important. Don't be mean to yourself. Because no one's going to be perfect 100% of the time. And, you know, it's just this year is about, this time of year especially, I think more than anything, the holiday season, regardless of what you practice or regardless of what holidays you participate in, it's really about, like, love. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Not to be like so Hallmark movie about it, but it's like it's okay. really We're a little Hallmark. And I'm a Libra, so you know, but I just I think it's about love and that could be, you know, like the love and the time you're spending with your family, or it could be the love and the time that you're spending with your friends, or it could be the love you have for yourself. For self, yeah. And I think, you know, self-care in this season is probably the most important time to practice yeah. it because and it's the time it's easiest goes like it goes out the window the most easiest. But it is. <laughs> no, I know. Ali's tongue tied today. But it is. This is. It's the hardest season to practice self care, yeah. but the most important season to do so because that's how we can best combat the mean voices in our head. That's mm-hmm. like you shouldn't have eaten that extra cookie, or you know, um, you should have worked out more, or why did you snap at your parent? You know, it's like whatever it is. I think self care is so important. So, I and I think that I don't know. I think that it's the more we can master 
being kind to ourselves, mm-hmm. the easier it is to be kind to other people. What are some um, self-care practices that, that you're... I'm trying... Because I know you're, like, Ali, you know, is really burning <laughs> the candle at both ends right now. <laughs> um, so it's like, how are yeah. you... Because if anybody doesn't know, one of my one of my jobs, my other jobs, is um, I manage the Los Angeles branch of an all-female singing group called the Beverly Bells, and I also sing with them, but um, the holiday season gets incredibly busy. Mm-hmm. Like, in fact, we have a whole crew of women just for the holiday season. Yeah. So as everything else starts to wind down for normal businesses, we wind up. Yeah. <laughs> um, so yeah, it's been crazy. What are my self-care practices? Girl, I don't know. It's I'm not succeeding that well at any of them. One absolute like non-negotiable, I feel like it's one of the only ways, knock on wood, I haven't gotten sick so far, mm. other than like that badass propolis spray that I'm a huge, yeah. huge lover of, is I'm getting sleep. Yeah. That's the only thing that's keeping me going. I'm not getting a lot of sleep, or I'm not getting like over a normal amount of sleep, but I'm not depriving myself of too much sleep, mm. which means I don't get a lot of like time yeah. during the day from trying to like get seven to eight hours at night. Mm-hmm. But I know that like I can't do the next day. Yeah. If I don't sleep well. And that's when my immune system gets compromised. Absolutely. So it means, um, you know, I've gone out a couple to a couple little holiday shindig things, but like, not for long, and I haven't boozed a lot, which is, mm-hmm. like, also sometimes compromises the immune system. It doesn't mean I haven't had some drinks. I just mm-hmm. haven't been, like, conscientious of not going too much, staying hydrated, yeah. and sleep, like, basic stuff. Because I haven't had a lot of, like, alone time to just, like... That's what I usually need for self-care, mm-hmm. is just, like, time to shut off, to not be on my phone, constantly texting, you know, the, coordinating a million people in a million different directions that hasn't really existed for me recently so like from the time I get up to the time I go to bed I've been pretty connected which I'm feeling that's amazing but I I miss that alone time but like I know I'll get that back like you know it's only a period of time yeah I also because it's part of my post SIBO sort of treatment I um, went to get herbs from an acupuncturist because she was ordering them for me. But she's like, do you want me to treat you? Like, do an mm. acupuncture session? And I was like, yes, because I wanted 30 minutes with the lights off. Yes. And I had to go early, you know, in the morning. But it was the one time I could do it. And I was like, yeah, because I want to be forced yeah. to be quiet for 30 minutes yeah. with my phone yeah. away and off. So, so nice. I'm just trying to, like, squeeze in little moments as I can. Yeah. And knowing that, like, mentally there will be a time, point in time where it will end. Yeah. Yeah. For, for me, too, like, a little thing that I've been doing that has helped me a lot because it is such a busy season <laughs> um, is reading before bed, actually. Mm-hmm. Um, it helps, like, quiet my brain because uh, when I get home, I'm so tired that, like, I just want to jump in bed and, like, shut my eyes. Yeah. But for me, that doesn't, like, always work. (laughs) So just, like, picking up. I've been – and I love to read, so that's something I enjoy and is definitely a form of self-care. But just reading, like, 
fun books. Like I've read everything this year from like When Life Gives You Lululemons, uh-huh. which was so cute. It's by the author of The Devil Wears Prada. Okay. And it is so cute to like um, Girl Wash Your Face by uh-huh. Rachel Hollis, yeah. which I loved. Um, to Genius Foods. Yeah. I love that book. And um, but yeah, just like taking time to read helps me like quiet kind of tra- quiet my mind and transition from the stress of the day, the stress of what I was doing even like 30 minutes before to, okay, this is quiet time. I'm getting ready for bed and I'll move on. And same, you know what else? I started watching, um, I love TV. I'm not one of those people that's like, I don't watch TV. I love TV. Uh Um, even if I don't have the most time to watch it, but, um, uh, the marvelous Mrs. Maisel. It's so good. good. Actually, I started season two. I've only been able to watch like 20 minutes here, 20 minutes here, 20 minutes here, but but it, it's so good, and it actually in, inspires me so mm-hmm. much, and it's so relaxing and funny, and um, I, it's so interesting because it's not – I would never have thought that, like, a self-care would be, like, an episode of a TV show, but actually it's just so nice to, like, take that quiet time. It's very yeah. similar to reading. It's just, like – Especially when it's good content. Like, yeah, like exactly. Like, Mrs. Maisel. Um, I, you know, it's funny. I've been craving watching a TV show. Yeah. I haven't even been able to get through – episode two because I haven't had time yeah yeah <laughs> but um it's, it's like I know I'm really busy when I go like weeks and weeks without having put the tv on yeah something I want to get better with which is a really important part of my self-care but um I have been horrible at it um but I feel the biggest difference when I do it is not looking at my phone an hour after I wake up about it's almost an hour I want to try that and it doesn't have to be basically actually I shouldn't even put a time limit on it not looking at my phone until I've woken up washed my face brushed my teeth made my bed go into my kitchen get my glass of water um maybe like smell some essential oils take some vitamins chant and then look at my phone like however long that process takes is how long you give yourself. Is, is what I should do before I look at my phone because then I'm ready to tackle Whatever's whatever. Like any text phone. messages came in the night before, emails, and yeah. I'm just ready to look at social media from like a different, you know, it's just like not soaking in what other people are doing before, before I've started my said, day and that's centered myself. That's a really myself. good point. I need to make a goal for 2019 to get an alarm clock. Yeah. Because <laughs> your phone is my your alarm. phone is my alarm. Well, I, you have a studio, but you have a big studio, so you might be able to do this too. But um, my phone is my alarm, but to help with the other side of that, which is also not looking at my phone, like about 30 minutes or an hour before I go to bed, um, I leave my phone in my kitchen, it's which you idea. could do too. And I, I plug it in and I, you can still hear the alarm from my bedroom, even with the door shut. Um, but then I have to also get out of bed, get up, come turn off my alarm. Um, and then I'm up and I try not to look like sometimes I'll have like a hundred text messages and I have to really force myself to ignore them. See, I think I should just get an alarm clock because then I don't even need to look at the phone. It's better. I have an alarm clock I can give you, I think. Do you know how good it would be to just actually, for my phone's battery life to turn off my phone? Yeah. No, it's so true. I don't know the last time I turned off my phone. I leave my phone at home, though. Like, if I'm going out with my husband, yeah. I won't bring my phone. That is nice. Sometimes once in a while. It depends on, like, yeah. where I am or what I'm doing, but I will. Well, he has a phone. So, that's, so you know, like, the per- as long as the person I'm with has a phone and 
my husband is a lot better. Like he's not addicted. He doesn't have so personal. He only has work social media, so he doesn't have personal social media. And um, so he's not addicted. He's to not addicted to it. it. We compared. Oh, it was so horrific. We compared our screen times. Yeah. And yes, I do create just wellness Instagram stuff. And, yeah. But I double the screen time that he does, like more wow. than double, which is unbelievable. And he works from his phone too. He yeah. does work social media, all that stuff, but he's on it a lot less than I am because he doesn't have personal social media. Yeah. It's so interesting. So, um, but yeah, I will, I'm just trying. I think that is a goal for 2019 is really to be less connected, which yeah. is so strange because I love being connected and like, especially with the podcast, but being connected via courageous wellness, it's very it's different. different. Than being connected via like Erica's personal social media. Yeah, I agree. Same, I feel so. the same way. Um, speaking of, okay, so we're moving from like 2018 into 2019. Yes, podcast. We made a podcast this year. We did make a podcast <laughs> and this it's year. Grown and become like way more. Well, sorry, sorry. sorry. Erica just got no, there. I am okay. So I journal. I keep a journal, and actually. I don't read them back. I'm in therapy, which I've talked about on the podcast before. And a great tip she gave me because I used to filter when I would journal. So to, because I would want to like remember that, like I would filter myself. And so I don't reread my journal entry so I can really just like get everything out. So anyway, it's the end of the year, right? So I was reading my, my journals and right before, so Allie came back from Japan in April, right? In March, I wrote, I straight up, I couldn't believe this. I was like, I want to do something in wellness. I want to start a podcast. No. And I want to go back to, and I want to go back to school for nutrition. No, you didn't. I did. And I had, I totally forgotten I wrote those things down. Is that so, so journaling, the power of journaling, you guys. I'm like screaming into the microphone. I apologize to everyone for the sound, but... The wow, power of wild. journaling. Guys, we didn't have conversations about the podcast probably or even doing a podcast probably until May. May Mid to late <laughs> so May. So I couldn't. This is when the idea my came up because um, we didn't start releasing the power until of journaling, June. everyone. Everyone should journal. <laughs> that is incredible. That's sort of inspiring to me because also the thing is then you forget. Like sometimes I'll set goals, which I'll, ma- like, I'll meet, but like if there's no document. There's no documentation of the goal, then like you kind of forget. You do, Sometimes you're like, oh, I just always felt this way. But I also do. make monthly intentions, which I want to yeah. continue doing next I've year. I've started doing that, which is nice. But yeah, we started a podcast this we year. We started a podcast this year. We've had an incredible amount of guests. So amazing. And amazing guests. We are <laughs> so happy and like fortunate to have gotten so many wonderful people on this podcast. And we're learning so much. And our lives have grown and evolved from it. And Courageous Wellness is growing and evolving from it, too. It's so amazing. And, you know, I think what it taught me is because those were my goals. I think it was, like, a February or March entry. It was... Which That's is so wild, weird because actually... Because I was still in Japan. You we were never... still in Japan. But what's so weird is... Okay, so I went to Japan in February, February for a very quick five days. And Allie and I saw each other for literally five, like five minutes. minutes. So, Truly five minutes. That's not an exaggeration. I found her in a crowd <laughs> of 200 people because she was on a conference there. And I was in Tokyo that night. Uh, we saw each other for five minutes. And then I saw you as I was leaving. I like waved yeah, as we were leaving we the door. we took one picture with each other just to we document should, like, post that a picture. we actually physically saw each other. And because we knew we didn't have but time to catch so, up. But I really think it was, it's so weird because when I think about like, I never would have thought Allie and I would be in business no, together. No, like, like, last, not like last person in the universe, but like, it just, 
it wouldn't have crossed my mind. No, exactly. And, but you know, it's so interesting. And so like, actually, I think it was pretty soon after Japan that I wrote those goals down, which is even like trippier. Cause I was like, I had just seen you after like, what, like almost six months. We saw each other in September. Oh, for, like, yeah, when I came back for five days. For, like, five minutes. Yeah, yeah, we kept, like, we were just running into each other for five minutes. But um, but I think what this year really taught me was, this was, Ali and I have talked about many times on this podcast, big transitional years for yeah, the for both, both of us. Especially in our um, personal In lives. our personal lives. And I think what I learned is it's so painful and hard to let go of what's not serving you, yeah. especially when what's not serving you is people. Mm-hmm. or situations mm-hmm. or even like careers that you've like held on to right it's like anything anything can be hard to let go of because we're so holding on to what's comfortable and change is so hard and and scary and scary but honestly what this year has taught me is the second I started to let go of what wasn't serving me we started hanging out all the time. Yeah. We were talking about nutrition all the time. The podcast started happening. Like the my life started flowing. The podcast started flowing. My life um like I honestly like I grew more in the last year than I have in the last 3 years. I feel the same way. And it really came from and I'm so passionate about the podcast and more things that Ali and I are doing that we'll get to in a second, but it's like, I'm just so passionate and excited about my life. Not that everything is perfect. Like, of course there's still like transition and things that aren't settled, but it was like, I've never felt this passionate about my life in a very long time. And it came from letting go, which is so interesting. Yeah, (laughs) And it's interesting when you start having the courage to mm-hmm. let go of things that aren't serving you, mm-hmm. whether it be jobs, people, relationships, mm-hmm. you know, um, it's so painful. Even, it's so painful. And even when you don't know what's ahead, because mm-hmm. we never really know what's ahead, but trusting that like whatever comes back into your life or comes into your life at all is going to be for the right reasons. Yeah. Like that's also something I learned. Like, I never expected that my career was going to take this sort of turn either. Um, And it's not always giving something up. No. But sometimes it's rewiring how something fits in your life too. And that's been a big lesson for me, which is like, you know, you don't always have to like, you can let something go in the form that it's in, but yeah. like sometimes it comes back in a different form. Completely. You know? And, Completely. And that's really interesting. If if it's meant to serve you. And if it's not, it will go. Exactly. And it will stay gone. And and I think honestly too, this year has taught me what it means to have like faith. Yeah. And I don't mean like faith and I just like to have faith because I can now see, right? Like hindsight is twenty twenty. I can now see what why you there had was, to go through and, what you and had there to was go just through. so much like even like all the struggles and like my determination actually for 2018 was to have conviction and to deeply love myself those are like my goals for the year but it's so interesting because you know I chant so I'd be chanting I'm gonna have conviction I'm gonna deeply love myself but of course you're gonna be faced with situations that make you stand up to yeah. have conviction or to right. deeply love yourself. You're it's not like you just in a way. you don't just like get wake that. up. You don't wake yeah. up one day and be like, "Oh, I have conviction now." <laughs> like you only get that through your experiences. through experiences. But also that, like, the universe has got our back yeah. because there's so much like 
just the rhythm of like running into you in February, us both reading the same book at the same, like we both read Body Love by Kelly Levesque. That's how we originally reconnected while you were still in Japan. We were like messaging each other a little bit about that. And then, um, you came back and we did Soul Sight. It's just like, there was so much rhythm to how it happened that I was like, wow. But you don't see it when you're in it. You don't see it when you're in it. And so I was like, wow, that whole thing was rhythm and like some sort of mysticism that it's like, if you're living your truth, good things are going to come into your life. Even if it's painful. Like even, even yeah. And even if you can't see it, that's where the faith comes in. Like trusting, like something bigger is coming, trusting that going through the pain is going to get you to the other side, which is so... Because, yeah, I, like, and now Allie and I are both going back to school yeah. <laughs> for starting. Well, Allie has started. I've started. Because I'm a crazy person. <laughs> I start next month, but we're starting the Institute of Integrative Nutrition. I so. know. And we're going to, you know, expand courageous wellness in, yeah. that, in that way as well. So, so. so we're so, how has it been? Because I start January 14th, and you started, uh, like, this. December 10th, like, this week. But, um... It's good, like, you know, it's obviously this, we're going to school and it's, we can do this online. Which is great. we're remote. Um, and there are, like, set dates for things and the way they release um, the curriculum. But it also, you, you, it's somewhat flexible, right? Like, you can, you can try to mm-hmm. around your own schedule. Yeah. Which is sort of Because it's for working. It's for, yeah, working. Professionals, adults. yeah. Um, so... But it's, like, so brand new. Like, I'm still super into it, yeah. new into it. So we'll see. I'm really excited to do it, though. I love school. I can't wait to join you. I'm so excited to learn. I'm so excited to learn yeah. about all this stuff. It's just so crazy. It's so crazy to me that I wrote that down in February because that, like I've mentioned, like, I had, like, a feeling about doing a podcast for a while. I didn't know what yeah. it was going to look I like. I didn't, by the way. But yes. I, I had, like, a feeling, and you know, but it, it never came to fruition until Allie and I started together but school wasn't like the fact that I wrote down that's so funny so like school was on my list so and I just couldn't believe that was what tripped me out the most when I the when I read that I wanted to work in wellness and I wanted to go to school for nutrition I was like how did I know that in February like I just was I blew my own mind I'm telling everyone journal that's my my, like my takeaway from this year and then I was actually even though my therapist was like you don't have to read it back it was actually really nice to yeah, um to sort of see where you were and see where to you read are. it back because this was the first year since college I kept a journal all four years of college which was the only time I ever journaled in my life which mm. was so I didn't journal in high school or middle school mm-hmm. um and I didn't journal after college it's like I journaled through like that four-year experience yeah. and that was it and then at the end of 2017, I started journaling a little bit again, but it was in February in Japan that I started really journaling again and okay. kept it up. Um, but I did, I reread it and it was amazing to see how much I, I saw how much I grew and I yeah. think it's cause I didn't filter and yes, I couldn't read some of the pages that I didn't filter where I was in a lot of pain and right. angry and hurt. And I just like wrote it and I just had to skip them cause I didn't want to, I've moved on. Yeah, yeah. And I get, that's why she said, I don't have to look back. Like you don't want to relive Right. The pain, especially when you've moved on from it. But even skipping those pages, I was like, oh, I went through that and I got through it and I'm so much better for it. It was amazing. I really, I'm almost done actually with this journal, so I'm going to need to get a new one. Wow. I filled up like five journals in college over four years. So wow. it was crazy. That's 
and I put pictures. You guys, I'm so lame. I am um, in my college journals. I would like print pictures. So you scrapbook. I basically scrapbook <laughs> journals. Yeah. At the end of the year, I would like put pictures of like all the situations I went through. So I'd have like visual memories wow. of college. I know it's so. I used to scrapbook, like, but, <laughs> but not as a journal, just like as a, yeah. a fun, crafty, nerdy girl. Well, what are um, what are some of your goals for 2019? I know we're both two going to do Whole30. Yeah, so we're going to do Whole30. If anyone wants to do it with us, too, um, we're going to start January 2nd um, because there's 31 days in January. And we're gonna do, yeah, we're going to do January 2nd to January 31st. I'm going to do... Um, so Allie's going to do full Whole30. Because this is my second time. This is going to be your second time. And I time. really loved the way I felt the first This time. is going to be my first Whole30. And do you want to click? Yeah. Sorry, guys. I'm opening up a can of... Kombucha. Whoa. <laughs> and it's okay. fizzing. Um, keeping it real at Courageous Wellness. Mm-hmm. But... Um, and working on our gut health. But... Um, <laughs> so, <enough>. yeah. <laughs> so... So, yes, yeah, so we're going to do it the 2nd through the 31st. It'll be Allie's second time. She did it for the first time in August and when I did gluten-free, dairy-free for the month of August. So this will be my first Whole30, but I also want to set myself up for success, and I do really enjoy – I'm not going to actively try to eat gluten-free whole grains, like brown rice is the mm-hmm. specific one, but I'm going to also allow myself if I need, like – a cup of rice yeah. a couple days a week to be like, okay, I can have that. Because just with my schedule, I've tried to cut grains before and I don't feel... You don't feel the best. And you need to do what works yeah, for you. And I, I, yeah, and I don't feel the best. So I don't want to like go in two weeks and then feel bad that I have to have. So I'm just going into it being like, I'm not going to try to have the rice, but if I need some gluten-free whole grains like rice or quinoa yeah I'm not gonna like hate myself for doing it but I am I'm gonna go no alcohol which I'm not worried about because I did that for four months this year no gluten no dairy no legumes what else is it no grains. No but, processed foods. And no processed foods. Well, yeah. What, Max? <laughs> no, I'm really excited about it though. And it's actually um I'm really looking and forward no to it. No refined sugar. No ref- oh yeah, no refined sugar. That's gonna be a challenge for me. But you know what? Like, just to reiterate, because it sounds like super restrictive, which it is, I guess, if you're looking at it in the way of like what we could consume as a human being in general versus like those things. But I have to remind myself and everybody listening that my biggest surprise about doing something like Whole30 the first time around was how much freedom I found in it, how much food freedom specifically, because I was always full and satiated, which was Mm -hmm. like an important thing to learn how to do that, make sure I was getting enough healthy fats too, which is important for me as an individual, but... I, what, what happens is you remove all the shit that you crave, that yeah. you like physiologically crave because we're like on some level addicted to, whether it's sugar or, you know, alcohol, and yeah. all the inflammatories too. And like, once that's over with, that's what I mean. Like there's so much freedom because you're not restricting how much food you can eat. That's not, you can make real food and eat real food Yeah, you're going, your body's going to be fully nourished and there's I'm just I was so surprised that I felt I didn't feel restricted I felt so much freedom in it that was my biggest sort of positive takeaway from that experience yeah and and I wasn't ready to do that in January 
or in um excuse me in August, but for January I'm actually I'm so excited. Yeah, I'm excited I have too. I'm so and I think that's why like be it and it's not just because it's the first of the year. Like it's not a weight loss thing, no. which I think is why a lot of people do things like Whole Thirty. Right. No, this is not. For but weight for loss. me, I'm just really excited to nourish my body, yeah. especially after a season of indulgence and for me it's more of like I feel inflamed like I was telling Allie like last night I had heartburn for the first time in like like three or four months so I know you know I'm I'm excited to nourish my body like Allie said with whole foods with real good things that my body needs to cut refined sugar to cut alcohol to cut gluten and dairy because I did when I didn't have gluten and dairy I felt so great but because it's not about weight loss that's why I'm gonna allow myself if I need a cup of gluten-free grains or whatever to let my body have that yeah. and set myself up for nourishment because that's what Whole30 is going to be for me. It's about yeah. fueling yourself in a way that's like, it's like putting clean gasoline in your tank for like 30 days. And, and I'm just so, um, I think I do have a little candida, so I'm really excited to, I know the candida diet is much more strict, but I'm excited to see if it, um, yeah, it'll totally help. Totally candida help. Diet. Sucks. Like it's, <laughs> it's a strict diet because you're literally trying to like well, starve. I think the yeast. I mean ten years ago when I was in college, I was told I had candida, but yeah. I never. I was in college, so did not take yeah. care of it. So it has to still be there in some way, shape, or form. And of course, my diet has changed so much, but I'm really excited to nourish my body. I'm really looking forward to it. I I can't tell you how much. And um, so yeah. yeah, anyone wants to do it and like wants. Support or if it's their first time, you know, you can message it can be us. like a community. Um, We're also I'm I'm really going to utilize um, model meals by Danica. Oh Aisha yeah, because that makes life easy when you're on the run. Yeah, because I think like what originally scared me too the most was um, the preservatives. You can't have any preservatives either. Like you can't have like lunch meat turkey or things. No, like there that. are a couple brands though that are like that's why Whole Thirty is so like mass done now that are approved. There's some yeah, like you can have like our Apple bars. Gate, I'm pretty sure, like, Applegate meats, too. Like, Applegate turkey slices are okay. We'll look because into it. they don't have it. the same kind of preservatives. Yeah. They go bad faster, so you just have to, like, eat them within a couple of days. But they're, like, approved by Whole Foods. Yeah, because that was something that made me nervous because I have a... I'm on the go a lot. I, I drive a lot. A lot of times I have to eat meals, especially dinner in my cars because of my schedule. And, um... Model meals really helps with that. I already do that now. If I know I have a busy week where I'm mm-hmm. gonna be driving a lot, or I know I'm gonna be eating dinner in my car on the run, yeah. I will order some model meals. So there's, and I think there's a lot of um, there's a lot of resources. I'm really excited, and it's really fun. I'm so excited to do it with Ali. I think yeah, everything to do together. So you know, I have a friend to eat with when we go out or have our yeah, you know. But it'll um, it'll be great. Do you have any other goals for 2019? Oh, so we were talking. Yeah, I feel like I have so many goals for 2019. Um, but definitely to complete school and you know I'm I'm so excited I've had such a sort of like nerdy passion for nutrition for quite a long time and I don't know if it's gonna like lead to a full master's or not mm-hmm. but to become certified as a so we're gonna be like holistic health coaches with, for holistic nutrition and um, to develop that part of courageous wellness that's gonna be great um, we're really excited about that and I'm so excited about some of the guests we already have for 2019. I think you guys are going to be really sort of stoked to They're listen. They're so good. And um, just sort of go go with that specifically. Yeah, yeah. I would love to, you know, I have some other ones as well, but 
courage is boldness is sort of a big part of it for me. It's our little baby. It is. No, it's so it's so exciting. And to travel again a little bit more. I sort of like traveled a bunch earlier this year. Obviously, I like went from being in Japan, then I went to Thailand. Yeah. And then I traveled around the U.S. before I kind of settled back in L.A. And to um to maybe do some travel, maybe do some like wellness-related travel. Yeah, I think we might already have some ideas for some courageous yeah. wellness travel in 2019, too, which is exciting. How about you? Um, same. I really... I'm excited to do Whole30. I yeah. wonder where that's going to take me. Um, I really... I, like I said, I'm really excited to nourish my body and just continue to change my relationship with food. Mm-hmm. Again, not from, like, a weight loss place. Not that there's anything wrong with that, if those right. are goals that's just that... Not, that's that's not, just not my goal is. right yeah. now. Um, I want to work on just like my mind, body, and spirit. So I'm excited to kick off the year on January 2nd (laughs) with Whole30. Um, I'd like to journal more. Mm -hmm. I'd like to continue journaling. Um, actually I haven't journaled since October. So for me, maybe I'll start with you because um, I'm kind of inspired by your story. Yeah. It's taken a little bit of a backseat as I've gotten busier, but I wrote down for my December intentions to journal at least twice this month. So, um, want to continue journaling in January and yeah like my big goals really also revolve around courageous wellness like I just want to I'm really excited to go back to school in January mm-hmm. um January, I'm just January 14th I'm so ready I think it's like oh my god it's like a month from now basically um a little less than a month but yeah just to see where this journey takes me and just continue you know trusting my gut I think that's been the big lesson this year is like going with my gut and a lot of situations for me that happened this year had to happen because I I just didn't have conviction in myself yeah and so I want to continue to develop conviction which and trust yourself trust your gut trust my gut that was my biggest lesson this year I definitely was in the world of learning in 2018 because like I read I've been reading genius foods and I read the microbiome diet, like just everything I can consume in this world. So I'm excited to put that into practice and like, I feel like it was in the the year of learning and then to like put everything I learned into into action in 2019. You know, it's interesting. I think, um, the more I learn about the human body, the more interested I am in it and Mm. how, how sort of incredible it is. Like you look you know, there are patterns, like, I was looking at, I don't know why, but, like, pictures from the Hubble telescope last (laughs) night, and there are patterns that are throughout nature, like, Mm -hmm. from, like, the most vastness, like, vast areas of space to, like, the, you know, I don't know, it was crazy, like, when I was going through some pretty awful exams, guys, (laughs) the worst Mm -hmm. GI-related exams, like, but being awake and seeing like a camera, yeah, you know, like <laughs> inside yourself, um, the Lord. human body is pretty yeah. freaking amazing. It is like it's and the patterns within the human body, and it's just sort of like I'm just the more I learn, the more I want to learn, and I'm just so fascinated how um, food is also our medicine mm-hmm. and how we we as human beings have the ability you know obviously like dna and genetics are a thing and environment is usually a big factor in setting off how those things play out yeah. but like 
in a very simplistic way to state it, like food can be our medicine and our bodies can heal ourselves. Yeah. And that to me is like a pretty remarkable yet very simple concept. That's so beautiful. And so I'm like really excited about that too. That's so beautiful. Wow. So looking back in 2018, yeah. do you have any like favorite, um, I mean, we've had so many good episodes and so many great guests, but do you have like Erica Stein Friedman couple favorites of yours? <laughs> um, hmm. You know, yeah, there have been, I mean, they've all been really, I'm not going to be able to name just one, so I'll just name a couple. Yeah, name a couple. Um, I mean, obviously, thank you to all of our guests. We yeah. So well, I think, so like one that was really emotional and touching for me was, um, when Amy came Amy, on the podcast yeah. and talked about her breast cancer. She's one of my, you know, really close friends. And so, and I know actually I've heard from so many people how much her story has helped them. Um, so I'm so grateful for her, for her vulnerability to share her story. Um, honestly, learning about bees and beekeeping from so Carly, cool, right? yeah, that's that was for me too. a top episode. I felt like I got so much knowledge and I've honestly... Um, guys, Courageous Bees 15 to save 15% off. I'm going to say it again because that propolis spray is life. And yeah. actually all of her honey that I've been using on everything is amazing. But just her knowledge and her passion. And mm-hmm. she's so young. She's only 27. And, yeah. and, the, and the sort of leap she's taken. Sort her, of like the fearless leap. Her courage. Her um, I thought Mary-Kate Afroyo to Fitness yeah, was such a, doll. such a doll. I love too. Ariel from the Blonde Files mm-hmm. has been so incredible. Um, there's so many Annie. There's so many. When Annie Vovan, who did our photographs for um, Courageous Wellness, you know, she came on and she talked about miscarriages. Yeah. Like so many of our guests have been so vulnerable. Yeah, and I really appreciate that. And that's been pretty... Um, incredible Paula V on fibromyalgia too I had two people today come up to me and ask me about that episode and like where they can find it yeah so um yeah it's I honestly I can't pick the favorite but um (laughs) but there's just what about you is there any I mean you named a bunch um what else I loved, like, this was super early days, but even having um, Lauren Monas on from the Vermont family. Very, I mean, we, um, just, it's so interesting about, like, gut bacteria, and, like, that's been part of my journey this year, too, about learning about my own microbiome. And her her products, too, are just so Oh, they're such high quality. I mean, and even, like, Alavetis recently. Oh, I love them. You know, it's interesting when we do also, obviously, not all of our episodes are related to brands yeah but we've gotten a certain amount of uh founders and ceos of small companies some bigger companies like Mm -hmm. you know growing companies um but i feel excited about finding um companies out there brands out there that are really dedicated to having integrity Mm -hmm. in their business and in their missions yeah in in and in the quality of their products. Yeah. And because so much of corporate America and like sort of like, not to get into this side of things, but like sort of like our capitalist culture. Yeah. Doesn't value the consumer. Yeah. And when you have people who are emotionally really invested in the quality of their products, mm-hmm. it like... It's so nice to know that you can trust. Absolutely. They wouldn't sell anything that they wouldn't use themselves. Absolutely. And use for their own benefit. Yeah. On top of that. And so 
I love supporting mm-hmm. business owners like that. Yeah. And I love supporting small business owners, especially in the sort of health and wellness world where we can say like these products are really helping people maybe transform their lives. Yeah. You know, heal their guts or um which often in turn leads to sort of healing their bodies. Yeah. So that was so yeah, it's been a it's been an amazing year. And I think again we're so excited because we already have amazing guests for the first two weeks um of January that will be released. First few weeks. Yeah. Even into February. I mean we got a lot of stuff going on. We got a lot of stuff coming. And this is actually gonna be our last episode of the year. Yeah. Um so we'll be, we'll be off next week, but clearly, um, if you haven't listened to all of our episodes, Catch you up. have, um, I think, what, 26, 27? 26. We should know. I think this is 27. 27, yeah. So, which is so, well, you have... Almost 30 episodes to catch up on um, next week <laughs> while you're enjoying, um, you know, the holidays with your family. Um, but, you know, Ali, since we ask every guest, right, what book or podcast they'd recommend, yes. is there anything that really stands out to you that you listened to or read in 2018 that you'd recommend? Hands down. Um, I think I know what you're going to say. One, because I say it every podcast episode, yeah. but it wouldn't be an episode of Courageous Wellness if I didn't yeah. talk about it. Yes, Listen to the Doctor's Pharmacy with Dr. Mark Hyman. Um, it's one of my favorite podcasts. Um, yeah, I read like a handful of books this year that stand out to me. Um, obviously, Body Love even though it's not like deep reading, just some of the concepts about... But it's, I think it's a great... Body Love is great too if you're just starting getting out, like started. super accessible. If you're starting like, to have interest in... And, and I actually love, even from a scientific point of view, it's super accessible to read for anybody. But like Kelly Levesque's focus on insulin and, and what the role of insulin is in the body is really... She breaks it down in a super simple way. It's mm-hmm. easy for everybody to understand. But really transform the way I look at putting meals together. Um, so body love also because it connected us, and I think that's kind of cool. So it always had like a special place. Yeah, I love that. Um, I genius agree. Foods was genius. Yeah. Um, I'm reading, I'm still reading, like I've read bits and pieces. It was a recommendation by a friend, but it's actually for like writers, um, young writers, but it's sort of, kind of good life advice too mm. and um it's called bird by bird oh yeah and i'm trying to think what else there's a handful of things um yeah yeah just what to have, jump on yeah, that yeah because yeah, um definitely body love by kelly Levesque, especially there's so much good science and information but if you're interested in any of the things we talk about it's it, it was the first book I read on nutrition and it basically opened my eyes to yeah. so much. And um, then The Microbiome Diet mm-hmm. by Raphael Kalman. I'm really into gut health. <laughs> gut health is my Dr. Mark Hyman. I talk yeah. about gut health like all the time, but it's, um, it's a really great book with a lot of information about the gut and the microbiome. And yeah, it's under the gut. I don't follow the diet. Um, and... I understand, you know, like even body love, right, is targeted towards weight loss or weight right. management. Like everyone has to have 
a message. Yeah, their their publishers make them have. So yes, the microbiome diet's angle is like eat this way to be healthy, lose weight, whatever. But actually, like that's just the angle because the information is just about your. It's the most. uh, It was a great read about gut health. Really, gut health. And um and then yeah, if you're looking for just like a bubblegum for the brain book, I would really recommend When Life Gives You Lululemons. I have not read that. I need a It's really book. sometimes you just need to like go to a different world. And I thought it was I read a lot of I read like I read everything from like Joni Mitchell biography to microbiome diet to um the Leanne Moriarty, I think that's her name, who did Big Little Lies. Yeah. I've read like all of her books. So like yeah. I read a diverse Yeah. I like to read, like I said, but when life gives you Lululemons was really fun. It was very, it's like a beach read, but if you're inside and keeping cozy this holiday and new year, that's a good one to buy. It's adorable and it's just easy on your brain. Yeah. (laughs) Self-care. Yeah. So we will be back on January 2nd with an amazing episode. Yep. Um, should we announce who yeah. we're going to have on? We will have nutritionist and author, um, celebrity nutritionist, actually. Yeah. Um, author. He, he deals with a lot of high-performance athletes. Um, yeah, Robert Yang is going to be on our podcast January 2nd, and it's an amazing episode and the perfect one as we get into 2019. So yeah. we're so and excited. We, talk, we, go, we go dirty. We talk dirty. <laughs> <laughs> we talk dirty about the gut and... Um, <laughs> It's going to be great. So look forward to that on January 2nd. And um, in the meantime, uh, we'll be active on Courageous Wellness on Instagram. So follow us and have a wonderful holiday season. And a happy new year. (laughs) Thanks for tuning in to another episode of Courageous Wellness. Tune in every Wednesday for a new episode featuring a different guest each week. Subscribe, rate, and write us a nice review. And you can follow us on Instagram at Courageous Wellness. Until next week, I'm Allie. And I'm Erica, and we're Courageous Wellness.